This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of Restore the Floor, your Detroit Pistons NBA podcast with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney. And uh, just like today when we're taping this, it is Groundhog Day. Uh, it keeps happening <laughs> over and over again. Uh, the Pistons, for the most part, have gotten better over the last month. They're more competitive, but at least in their last game against Cleveland, uh, they couldn't finish it out. Uh, had a lead with like five minutes left and got outscored by like ten down the stretch. Donovan Mitchell with twenty points of his forty in the in the fourth quarter, and the Pistons lose against Cleveland. But like I said, and you know, people laugh sometimes when I post this stuff. Oh, there's some positivity. Look at the last three games that they've played. I was there on Saturday, which was the disgrace of the three against an awful Wizards team who, for some reason, Pistons beat them in Washington, and they lose to them twice here. Uh, it was Cade's first game back. He had, like, what, 19 points, I think, in that game yeah. or, or something like that, but he had, like, seven turnovers. And it was just it – was, it, was it was tough to watch that game. Then again, they play the next day back-to-back against a fresh Oklahoma City team, one of the best teams in the West – with the probable rookie of the year in Chet Holmgren, yeah, uh, SGA, an MVP candidate, and the Pistons base and they won by double figures without Cade, and looked really good doing it. Yeah, I mean they're winning up like two hundred percent. I mean that's a stock you want to buy, right? <laughs> um, they got six wins now, and I'm so I am still interested in this season for one reason and one reason only. Can Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham coexist mm-hmm. on the floor at the same time? Because it does appear Jaden Ivey's a different player without Cade Cunningham on the floor. Mm-hmm. Cade Cunningham is going to demand majority of the shots when he is on the floor, rightfully so. But you need a happy medium with those guys. Because when Ivey was playing, while Cade was out and we talked about it, he really looked... Like the kid that we saw at Purdue, right? Finally coming into his own. We saw a little bit of it last year. And that's what I am super intrigued by. Like you said, they beat Oklahoma City. And that's a game in years past where the Pistons could have won. Remember, even though they weren't great, they would beat like the Warriors at home or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's promising to see. I I know Duran had, what, a 2020 game? Yes. And that's like, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. That's coming around. It's um, it's just it's continuity within the team. I think we're looking for. They have six wins. If they got to twenty, I think I would be ecstatic at this point. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny because we were talking about this on on Stoney and Jansen program before the season started. My goal, which I double. thought was realistic, was to double their wins. And also, don't forget. Monty kind of scoffed at you when you even mentioned that yes. that that wasn't even going to be good enough. Right. Um, now the goal is to get to 
what they had last year, right? Yeah. Which I mean, would be pretty da- difficult to get to 17. And that would mean that they played pretty damn well down the stretch, which but, would be mm-hmm. impressive. I don't know if that would give us false hope to ownership that maybe you don't need to make as many changes as you think you need to make, but... <sighs> I'm very intrigued to see what's going to happen in this next week, not only on the floor, but in the office of Mr. Troy Weaver. Yes, because when we do this podcast next Friday, because we tape them on Fridays. We might have to do one if it's a big trade. Well, the trading deadline's Saturday. Oh, I mean, is that I, no, what it, no, no. The trading deadline is Thursday, the 8th. Yes. So we'll be the day after. Okay. Today will be next week. Next Friday will be the day after. So we'll know what's going on. And, you know, we talk about the Oklahoma City game, and that was great and all that. What was interesting is the next game when they played Cleveland, where Cade did play and played pretty damn well. Yeah. You know, he shot 50%, 19 points. And as you talked about— The most important stat, he didn't turn the ball over. Not one. The team still had 17. Well, but he didn't, you know, he didn't turn the ball over. And you talked about, you know, him and Ivy coexisting. You know, Ivy, Kate played 31 minutes. Ivy played 29. They both started. Ivy, he only took seven shots, but he made five of them, four assists. He did have four turnovers, but he had 14 points. Are you going to tell me that's something maybe to build on? I don't know. That yeah. The two of them playing together was good. Jaden Ivy's such, like, is the right word quagmire? Where I just, he needs to be able to do conundrum. what he does. A conundrum. Okay. He's a downhill kind of guy. Get the ball, go to the rim, right? Or, or he's not going to sit there, dribble, and try to go. Mm-hmm. He gets the ball and he goes. Does that get limited when Cade's out there? And, and that's where I think I, I I would hope that, you know, the coaching staff, the video guys, like, you know, the foster lawyer in their building is looking at and saying this is where we excel. This is where we need a lot of improvement with them on the floor together. And it also makes me wonder – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But you can't do it because there's only 48 minutes in a game if Cade's playing 35. Like, does he play when Cade's not on the floor and take that? But he's a fifth overall draft pick, that right. or seventh, whatever he was. And, like, oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. 
But if they put it together, Stoney, that's your cornerstone. Him, Cade, Duran, everybody else is expendable, in my opinion. Uh, Sorrow, depending on what you can get for him. But, I mean. I was disappointed he was left off that rookie team for the All-Star game. Yeah, I guess. It's just. Because he started off pretty good. Yes, and it. With a young guy like that, who seems to have a pretty good head on his shoulders, yes. so it seems like he's taking it in stride. But he started off, so, but that's kind of how Marcus Sasser was too, and now he's found himself back into the rotation with yes. Killian Hayes. Well, there's the other thing that came out of Wednesday's game. Yeah, that Killian Hayes for the first time was a DNP healthy coach's decision. Yes, and uh, James Edwards, who we've had on our yeah. podcast before. I wrote an article on that game and how he thought it was Monty Williams' best game as Pistons coach, and that was one of the reasons he talked about Killian. And where, according to him, they had a trade for Killian Hayes before the season, and Monty said, "No, I want to work." I think because he liked them for some reason from afar. Oh, we've seen it. He's played in all these games. He thought that he could work with them and help his offense because he is a very good defender and he's a decent passer. Obviously, Monty realized. I'm it's hopeless. I'm not. I'm not Phil Jackson. I'm not a great NBA coach uh, that could turn this guy in from you know from chicken. You know what into chicken salad yeah. offensively. I just. I'm so curious to see what they're going to do at the deadline. You got to imagine Monte Morris is going to get traded for something, right? And one of the who knows, Burks, Burks, Donovich, Gallinari, Gallinari, who looked great in you know, 24 the, the other night. Yes, hit all of his threes. I mean, that's a dude for a team that's looking for a push that can fill it up off the bench, right? right? And. <sighs> That's and what I, Bogdanovich is better at it than that, but who knows? Absolutely. The question is, but what do you, they're going to ask for more for Bogdanovich, in my opinion. Right, as, as they should. Absolutely. Can you package two of them together, or Bogdanovich and Burks, and but what happens to this What I'm team? so afraid of, and I need to not be this way, but it's the pessimist inside of me, is that you get all these draft picks, and what do we do with them? I know. And that's where what I'm really, really worried about, where – Notoriously, on draft night, we have praised Troy Weaver. He did this. He did that. He's active. He's making moves. He's getting players we want. And he's gotten some nice players, but majority have fizzled out. Right. And I just – there's a future for this team – and me watching, I, I'm not sure what that is because I think that future is further away than it is closer. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of scary, but – you paid Monty Williams a ton of money to figure it out. And I believe in business. When you're an owner, you hire people. You should trust those people that you hire to a certain extent. But he should get at least three years, I would say, to try to put a good product on the floor. Yes. That fans want to go to. I mean, the the crowds at LCA have been actually pretty damn good for Considering the, the a Saturday, horrible the Saturday team. Wizards game was eh, but that was the Wizards and, and it was, was a Saturday. Yeah. And people I think were getting ready for that Lions game and saving their money for what could happen after that. Correct. And people are hungry for a good basketball team here. God knows we don't have it in college anymore because you no. could usually go and hang your hat on that, but all eyes are going to be on Detroit and what they do at the trade deadline, and I have no idea. I mean, suppose the asking price for some of these, like Atlanta wants to give up Murray, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, but they want like a, but three they want like firsts Ivy, or something. You know, a, a Sar and a first. It's like no, yeah. you're not doing that. He's a great, really. 
good player, but you know, you're not giving that up. The team's not good. At least hold on to your young core guys. And Jalen Dern, when healthy, he's, he's Dwight Howard. He's I'm re- telling he's, you. He's really, really good. All right. So the next two games, uh, Friday uh, is the Los Angeles Clippers, who are here. Pretty damn good team, and by the way. The Clippers go under the radar because of the Lakers. Which they shouldn't because they're a hell of a lot better. They're 31 and 15. They have, what did I say, six guys on their team in double figures who average double figures. To kill you, that um, James Harden seems to be playing pretty well over there. A little bit. But let's see what happens when the playoffs start. You know what's always been crazy about him to me is that he usually starts off pretty good. But throughout his career, he's been quote-unquote, like a selfish player. But he gets a lot of assists. Yes, that's what I was going to say. He's averaging eight and a half on the on the season. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's crazy to me because he's a good, he's a pretty damn good player, but his scoring is way down. And I think that's what he had to do was swallow his pride and realize he's not a 30-a-night guy anymore. Right. He's averaging 17 a game. Yeah. And that's like... He's playing in the a NBA. He's still probably... playing. He's still playing forty-one minutes a game. I mean, look, Kawhi's their leader at uh, twenty-four points a game. Yep. Paul George twenty-three. God. Harden, like you mentioned, seventeen. Um, Powell, Norman Powell at thirteen, and then Zubac at you know twelve, and Russell Westbrook coming off the bench at eleven. You know, you talk about a guy who, and he's done it so far this year. Who knows his role? He's still a really good player. Russell Westbrook? Yeah. yeah. I mean, his basketball IQ is out of this world. I, I, I've gone off on this many a times. I mean, my entire life, I'm a 40-year-old dude who grew up with basketball, but my entire life I was told about how great Oscar Robertson was because he averaged a triple-double in a season. Right. Russell did it three times. Yeah. And then people were, like, hating on the guy. And I'm like, that's an incredible stat line. Mm-hmm. To do game in and game out, that's incredible, and he's done it that many times. I root for the guy. I know he has a bad rap, but I, I will root for him because when he's on, there's not a more exciting player in the NBA, if you ask me. Oh, the, the, look, he's he's very he's fun to watch. Now, is he selfish at times? Absolutely. He takes a lot. He's not a very good outside shooter. Well, hello, welcome to ta- the NBA. He, Players he, are selfish. I know, but he, he he takes too many of them. Uh, and then Sunday afternoon, the Orlando Magic. Uh, come here, and you talk about a team. The Orlando Wolverines, they're in town. Yeah, well, that is rebuilt the right way. They've got, you know, they're fortunate. Their their lottery luck was a lot better than the Pistons. Absolutely. Pyle is one hell of a player. Um, Franz worked out very well for them. Yes, he did. And Um, uh, Jalen Suggs ain't too bad either. No, not at all. I mean, and and people were kind of down on him going into the draft because he was an older player. You know what I didn't realize? I'm looking at their stats here, and I knew Franz was having a really good year. But Moe's having a pretty damn good year. He's averaging double digits. Yeah. But, I mean, as much as I despise that guy at the University of Michigan, he's a damn good player that can step out. Mm -hmm. I mean, a guy like him is somebody that would actually fit the Pistons to have a big that can stretch it a little bit. Yeah. But he's not going to bang down low. But you understand that with him, and that's why you have a guy like Durant. But those are the kind of guys you need at this offseason. And I can't believe that uh, Caleb Houston actually plays games. How, How many minutes a game does he get? He gets quite a few, doesn't he? 15 minutes a game. Way more than Jet. 50, yeah. Jet Jet doesn't even play. No, he's only played in 11 games, so maybe he's 
Is he playing in the? Community? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. he should have stayed in college, but that's but what uh, there's a, another four. There's a former Spartan on that team though, Gary Harris, the able veteran. You know what? He's a good player. Seven points a game. Twenty-seven minutes a game. He's probably played in the game. league for like ten years. Yes, now. it's crazy. He's he, he was a really good college player. He was a know. great scorer with the Nuggets. Yes, good good player. Jalen Suggs is the one who goes under the radar now. Yeah. I mean, what's the average? Of Twelve points a game. What's his assist? Uh, two and a half. So, okay. You know. So that's not the and position Cole he's Anthony's trying to done pretty good too. Another that's they, a draft pick all by these them. Young guys yeah, that they're absolutely that they're building the right way. And then after that, uh, it's West Coast time. <laughs> that never ends up well for this squad. No, it, it, Even when they're good, it, it, I feel like it's always it been really just doesn't. nightmares. They go. Sacramento and Portland back to back. No, Portland, you can get after them. I saw Scoot's been playing a little bit better. I saw Chauncey was singing his praises the other day. They beat the Sixers the other night. Yeah, rightfully so. Which we'll get to in a second. Um, You can look back all you want, but that was the game here where everything started to to crap. Yeah, because they should have won that game. And it's just... Like I said, if they get to 20, I'll be ecstatic. And at the beginning of the year, if you're like, Evan, they're going to win 20 games. I'd be like, what are you talking about? No way. Uh, and then it's after the Portland, we got the uh, LA two-step, Clippers and the Lakers. Oh, my God. And then they got to go to Phoenix. And then they come back east and play the Pacers. Well, in there's Indiana. no easy games in the NBA. Okay, so, so, of, the, so of their next games, okay, <laughs> Clippers, Magic, home. At Sacramento, at Portland, at the Clips, at the Lakers, at Phoenix, at Indiana. So it's one, two, three, four, five. They get six. one of those. They're going to win. One and seven? Yeah, Portland. Maybe they pop Sacramento there. I don't know. They're going to win a game. Um, I'm not under the belief that <laughs> at first when they broke their streak and they started another one, I was like, oh, my God, are they going to do it twice in a year? But it seems like they've got that monkey off their back and they're, and they're able to – realize what it takes to win now mm-hmm. do they have it that's a different question <laughs> but i'll be intrigued um then it doesn't get easier then they <laughs> after going to the road trip they then return home for orlando mm-hmm. and then they go to new york to play the knicks and uh, say what you want oh, <laughs> julius randall's it. down huh yeah but maybe that's a not, win it's not going to be as long as they thought no <laughs> but man is brunson playing great they were chanting MVP last night at the Garden. Yeah. And you know what? He won't get it. No. But he should get votes. Also, by the way, whatever the Knicks did, I know that they it was like tampering or whatever with him. Worth it. I know. Like, go find him all the money you want in the world. But that, that was so worth it for them. And uh, look at look. I don't think he was coming here anyway. But how good a signing was DiVincenzo? He's been unbelievable for them. And OG, the trade. Was I mean, really obviously, I'm biased, so I root for him after what he did with Villanova oh. and winning the national title. Well, that, that team is Villanova. Jay Wright should coach the team. I know. But you got what? You got Brunson, you got him, you got Josh Hart, and I think there's another one, too. It's crazy, man. Villanova. And they stink right now. Villanova. They do. Well, yeah, Jay Wright's gone. I mean, <laughs> I even last year when they had some of his players, the holdover from one of his great teams, and and they still couldn't produce. And that that dude is a wizard on the basketball court. Oh yeah, what's his face? Uh, Archie Diakamos is on the bench. He play, oh, okay. He plays twenty games, two minutes a game. But that kid so was a four, stud in college. Four Villanova players on that team. It's crazy. Um, you mentioned the sixty-five games. Mm-hmm. 
And that is what an MVP needs to play in the NBA. I have no problem with it. And why should we? Right. And the problem, though, is if guys like Embiid are playing when they're not healthy enough to play just to make sure they have a chance to get the MVP. Well, that's That's the problem. But that's his choice, right? I mean, if you're that concerned about an individual effort over – Sitting to rest an injury to make yourself better, mm-hmm. I mean that that that's up for debate. But I mean, with Joel Embiid, he's never going to play you eighty-two games no. in a year. Um, now, where I agree with it is, so what? He doesn't play. They're saying you can rest seventeen games throughout the year, which is a good portion of the or NBA ra- season. Or actually, be legitimately injured too. Now, if you let's say they're what, pay, two what, and fifteen during games. those games, what, twenty-five minutes a game though. I think there's, it's, there's a minute stipulation. But I agree with it. Because so do I. You can't have. I guess what would be an example of a guy not playing that and winning the MVP? Is there an example of I that? I don't think so. And uh, but that's where it relies because you do have to play enough games. Because if you okay, so if you play 55 games, you're averaging 40 points a game, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You're probably the most valuable player when you're on the floor, but the problem is how, you weren't on the floor. How avail- and how different would that be with another forty games? Availability is a big thing in, in professional sports. Hey, I'll go back to the guy that I grew up idolizing, and Michael Jordan. Dude didn't miss a game, no, like for years on end. But and Isaiah would you'd have to you know beg him not to play. It was like who? What was I watching an interview on on X? And it was like. Something Fry. What's his name? Chan- Channing Fry. Yeah, he played like seven years in a row and didn't miss a game or something like that. And it's like there's yeah, some I, guys I that think are AC Green is the oh the yeah he the, was uh yeah, the, he was the Cal, Cal Ripken, Ripken of uh, basketball yeah also a virgin until he was like fifty right yes. wasn't that the story yeah. with him yeah <laughs> I agree with it I think. That you need and, to play a certain amount right, of games. And now, not, not even for the awards thing, which is the byproduct, but it's for the fans. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, but, who are paying money to see these guys play. But that's what happens when you have a super team. You can sit a few dudes because guess what? You also have a few more dudes that fans are paying to see. Right. And I think the NBA did a good job with that, that you can't rest, what is it, three dudes on the same night. And I just... I think it's a good thing. I know Joe Dumars, when he talked about it, he was very adamant that it needs to be in place. So, I mean, so be it, right? Um, I think the other big news in the NBA, uh, all-star teams were announced. No Pistons made it. a stunner. Yeah, I know. Um, But what was announced is very, very intriguing. Um, Men versus women. The talk has happened on sports radio forever. Can they compete? Yada, yada, yada. People say what they want. But. We're going to get that chance. We get WNBA's best, brightest. I mean, dudes are wearing her shoes in the NBA against Steph Curry. Her name is Sabrina. They just call her Sabrina. And and I, I know I'm being disrespectful by not knowing her last name off the top of my head. I can't, I can't sue something but like that. But she is the top dog in the NBA, yes. WNBA. You watch her and you're like, okay, I want to see Caitlin Clark go against her, right? Yeah. But they're having a three-point shootout. And the first question was, what ball are they going to use? Are they using the men's ball? Are they using the women's ball? Came out, Steph's going to use the NBA ball. She's going to use the WNBA ball. Then the next question was, which three-point line do they shoot from? The NBA 
or the WNBA. The WNBA three-point line is two feet shorter than the NBA three-point line. Okay, so push that all to the side. Does that bother you at all that they're doing it, but they're not using the same utensils to compete? Yeah, it kind of does. I mean, I think uh, it, Steph's got a little disadvantage. I don't know how you could say that, but I, I, I could say he's the best shooter in the world of all time. Yeah, but, I mean, she's using a smaller ball. It would be like playing golf with a higher handicap and they get to use a bigger hole. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like the foot golf size hole. Right. And... Listen, I am super intrigued to go yeah. watch this. They do it in college already with right. the three-point right. contest, and that's really, really cool. Now, I'm just super intrigued because, Stoney, if I would have told you 10 years ago that a female basketball player had a signature shoe and guys in the NBA were wearing it, I would have told you you were absolutely So what guys insane. are wearing Sabrina? Well, Anastasia Michigan State shoe. basketball. Oh, really? They, I know at the beginning of the year they all were gifted her shoe. And now Nike has done something. I don't know if you know this, Stoney, but I'm a big sneakerhead. No, really? And Nike has now made their shoe unisex. So when you buy the shoe, there's men's sizes All and women's sizes. I would say a good 90% nowadays. Because so, guys uh, buy like, shoes so that are made. my daughter wanted to buy Air Jordans, they put yeah, be- unisex. Yeah, they'll say it. Women's, I've, I got my wife into it. She now wears them because I buy them for right. her. But it will be guys six and a half, women's eight. And it, it threw me off. Just say what you want about me. It's not sexist or anything. No. It just it just threw me off for a second. I agree. I, I, you mean on the on the shooting rules? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they should. I have no problem. I with just having think a competition. If you want to use the ball the same, I have no problem but with dis- her using the WNBA. The distance That's, should be the distance the should be the same. Right. That part I am lockstep with you. I mean, she's shooting past the three-point line anyway. Go watch her game. She's right. exciting to watch. And yet again, I am sorry I don't know her last name. What What is it against? Ionescu. Okay. I-O-N-E-S-C-U. Now, she that. is it, though, in the WNBA. So next year, I want to see her and Caitlin have a contest. I just want to see Caitlin Clark. I am. Like, so it's so funny. People made fun of me because I was upset that she was in this state twice. Or she was. They played Michigan once and Michigan State once, and both were in Iowa. Yeah, it sucks that people couldn't go. And watch I was her asking play. Rico, who's a big Michigan State guy. I'm like, we need to go when she's at Spartan or at the, the Breslin best. or Chrysler. Yeah, I would go in a heartbeat so to watch her because yeah. it's so much fun to watch her play basketball. Yeah, because. Yet again, this might sound sexist, but she plays like a dude out there. Like she talks a little, you know, yeah. She just last year. she's got <laughs> you know handles what? and pulls up from like the logos. It's incredible. Don't hold me to this, okay? But in a weird way, because of the state of men's college basketball, if you would guarantee me that Iowa would be part of the region at Little Caesars when you wish that the girls were here instead of the guys, I would go watch yeah. in a heartbeat. You know, we talk about it plenty of times of athletes you would pay to go see. We are very blessed that we get to go for free majority of the right. time because of our job. I'd pay to see her. In a heartbeat, yes. she's up there with the Otani's, the Lebrons, mm-hmm. all of that. But all right. I know you're uh, you're going to Philly. Yes, it's going to be a horrible them. time because it's a horrible city. Oh I'm... please! <laughs> we'll trust the process. Actually, they're on the road. But have fun. Let's get to twenty, and we will get and, a win coming. And up. here's the deal: we'll have new players, hopefully, to talk about next week. LeBron James, you never know. All right. Have a great <laughs> have a great week, everyone.